Welcome back to another episode of the Last I Heard Podcast. My name is Lee Dempsey, and I will be doing this one solo today. That's right, we're going solo dolo. We are talking week one, National Football League. Gorgeous beauty of the week that it was, even though the Minnesota Vikings go down, but the Packers go down sweeter. I know all my Packer friends out there were dreading that game. It was absolutely brutal, but hey, we're going to talk about it coming up here. Welcome, welcome. Yes, once again, we have returned to talk purely football for the next 30 minutes or more or less. I don't really care. We are going to talk everything glory, glory, glory that is the National Football League and how the week one ended up. We're going to start right off the bat. Thursday night football, Cowboys at the reigning champ. Buccaneers and Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski looked like it was 2010 out there. Not a damn thing changed. They were hot, hot, hot. Man, they looked good. Tom Brady was just slaying them. He looked so young. Didn't didn't see a bit of age on him, which is should be terrifying for the rest of the entire league, um, as if he didn't already pose the biggest threat. The man is a legend, and he proved it that night. That game had everything you wanted. It had turnovers. It had touchdowns. Cowboys, America's team, also in literally like seven billion dollars they're worth now. Oh man, what a what a, what a glory it came. Uh, Dak impressed. I did, um, I've never been a huge Dak guy, but he uh, once once you watch Hard Knocks, it seems that they turn everybody into a lovable lovable loser. Uh, because and I say loser because I'm sure the Cowboys will end up nine and seven or seven and nine. They'll be somewhere around that. Uh, actually, just kidding. It'll be eight and nine or nine or eight. Sorry, I forget. They're seventeen now. Seventeen extra week, extra week. It's like a bye week. Doesn't even fucking matter. Doesn't even fucking matter. No, not at all. It is so great. Like I said, and then uh, the Buccaneers, man. Like I said, they are playing tremendous football out there. Wouldn't be surprised if they go undefeated. Speaking of which, uh, the team that I figured might go possibly undefeated are my Super Bowl favorites, but also the team I loathe the most in the NFL, the Green Bay Packers. I thought they were going to just run away. Aaron got everything he wanted in the off season. He got his boy Cobb, which Cobb caught a pass this week uh, from Jordan Love. But uh, he got everything he wanted. And what the fuck happened, man? They got shellacked out there. What the fuck? Rodgers did not look good. Offensive line looked horrible. I mean, I know injuries are were plaguing them, plaguing them early on, but shit, I thought you could do a little more than that on offense. I mean, uh, Jordan Love went out there uh, the final two drives, I believe it was, and he looked pretty decent. I was not. Uh, I was not. Was not disappointed. Uh, well, kind of disappointed because I don't want there to be another back to back to back great quarterback in Green Bay, just so the Vikings could possibly have some sort of future um, in this league. Um, speaking of which, we'll go to the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings played like dog shit as well. I think they had almost 130 yards of penalties against them. 
um, which almost 100 of them came from that offensive line. Has also had injuries. Uh, they um, uh, Breland that they got from Kansas City. He also looked like shit. He was the uh, remaining 30-yard penalty for pass interference that set uh, the Bengals up for a touchdown. Um, he looked like absolute crap. Uh, he looked like a Kevin King out there. Those two are one and the same. Absolute trash. Um, but, hey, at least the entire NFC North went over 4, huh? They're uh, just every single team just sucked it up. And which would always use to frustrate the hell out of me because – when the Packers lose, it seems that every other team in the NFC North loses. So it it doesn't even matter. Their losses don't even matter to them. It just they're just like, eh, whatever. No one got closer to us or no one pulled ahead. We're just gonna be just fine as always, and that's probably how they'll end up. It'll they'll be the only one one and oh or one and one team next week in the NFC North. Uh, I believe they play the Lions, I want to say off the top of my head, I could be way off about that. But they're obviously going to beat them. Um, but maybe not. Maybe it's not so obvious. I don't I don't know. I, th- I, I think it was just a hiccup. Just a hiccup in at the beginning of the year. I, I think the Packers will easily rebound. And like I said, I, I just, despite the embarrassing loss, uh, they're, they're still my Super Bowl pick. I'm still going to keep them. It pains me to say it, but they are set up for success. They have a great team. Uh, you know, reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers there, even though he didn't show it. Uh, on Sunday at 3 o'clock, he, uh, I think he'll pull through and figure it out. I don't, I'm, no, I don't think anyone should be worried. It's week one, folks. It's week one. Uh, he's got plenty of time to to get his shit together, just like Jason Derulo was saying. And you know what? I, I was very excited. Uh probably go right into Monday Night Football, which was also fantastic because you got the Manny Night Football. The Manning brothers, Eli and Peyton, showed up in their in their interesting broadcast where they were each in separate rooms, I assume just because they were in separate cities um, across the U.S. Um, but it was interesting. It was very interesting. Uh, Peyton and Eli had good commentary. Uh, Peyton was very much down to business. I felt like with most of it, he wanted to talk football the whole time. He wanted to get technical with stuff. And Eli kind of took a backseat for the most part. He, he tried to, you know, come in there with some commentary, but then also threw in some jokes in there that uh, were kind of easy to miss if you weren't paying attention. Like he threw a, he threw a joke in there from Wedding Crashers um, that I didn't catch until um, I heard someone else point it out later, which was – I mean, it, it, that's kind of how their relationship is. So I think that makes for a good, fun duo uh, with those two. Uh, if I could change anything about their broadcast, just get the little kinks out and maybe have the full screen as the game with their commentary and then you come in every once in a while with the small boxes with them rather than it the entire game. Um, and then a few less guests, I would say, guests in there. Um, they... They kind of took up the show. I didn't really want to hear uh, what would you do in this scenario, like asking Ray Lewis was probably the number one person that was interesting to hear from them. Travis Kelsey was somewhat interesting, and Russell Wilson wasn't interesting at all. Um, Peyton, we already got two quarterbacks. We don't need three quarterbacks 
talking about the game. Um, so I, I thought his his commentary was a little lost. Um, he did have some good calls, very Tony Romo-esque, where he said, you know, Lamar's going to run up here. It's a deep ball situation. He's not going to find anybody. He's going to scramble and get ahead for the first down. Uh, that happened many occasions, which, was, yeah, like I said, very, very Romo-esque. But uh, I think... I think the future is bright with this one. Like I said, they got to fix a little bit of the kinks. But, hey, that's what that's what week one's all about. We're all just getting it back in the groove here. We had the fans back in the stands. You know, everybody was there having a good time. Uh, the new ones for the Las Vegas Raiders, who just got into their new stadium, didn't really know how to act, didn't know football etiquette and how to help your team and how to hurt your team. They were cheering loud as shit while their offense was on the field on third downs and fourth downs. So it was pretty entertaining to see, you know, uh, Josh Jacobs get stuffed at, at a line because, um, you know, offensive line can't hear shit, and they're, they're just kind of jumbled up a little bit. Their calls aren't getting, you know, they're not hearing everything just right. So that was a very interesting uh, game. But like I said, week one did not disappoint I could I could watch those games over and over and over. They were great. Um, the Vikings loss um, in overtime um, didn't surprise me. Um, I, I, I didn't want the Vikings to win at that point. I mean, for how many penalties were it against them, how awful that corner Breland played, it was uh, they didn't deserve to win. So if, if somehow they would have pulled out, um, you know, the win, I, it would bittersweet it would have felt like a loss anyways i think um the shining stars for the vikings uh surprisingly uh were the kickers uh great great punts by their new punter um and great long field goals uh that uh they made to tie the game um both attempts uh even when they tried to you know uh ice the kicker he he made both attempts so i I think the future is bright with that um, I think that's really sad and shitty to think about. Um, but, hey, yeah, kicking might not be a problem. Who knows? It'll probably be fantastic. They'll make the playoffs, get um, a key game, probably go to the NFC Championship and shank the motherfucker. Um, but, hey, yeah, nothing I ain't used to, right? Nothing I ain't used to. Packers, um, I don't know what. how to help you. Um can't wait for you know um the offensive line to get better i think that was the number one thing that rogers needed was just maybe a little bit more time to get that offense going they never found the groove um you know never really had a chance to find the groove rogers threw two interceptions uh he had a deep ball that was picked off uh that um i don't i don't know if it was a broken play or what happened but it was overthrown so Maybe that's just communication. Maybe he thought there'd be a different wide receiver taking that. I don't. I don't know. You know, it was a it was a deep ball that wasn't even near the receiver, so that was an easy interception. Uh, uh, Jameis played surprisingly well. He scrambled when he needed to, threw short passes when he needed to, but it seemed he was always working with a short field. So uh, I think he had less than like 150 yards passing. But he had five touchdowns, which is absolutely absurd. But uh, they had they had a decent run game uh, between Kamara and Jameis uh, back there. They seemed to get the job done easy on the ground. Um, 
but yeah, I think uh, I think the future is bright for everyone. Uh, you can't take week one um, alone by itself. Um, you're just gonna get hurt. So don't don't overhype. Don't underhype. Don't you know um, you know think too little of your team or think too highly. I mean, look at look at the Browns and the Chiefs. Uh, the Browns probably could have easily pulled that off. Made one mis- one two mistakes. Um, that could have been, you know, prevented, but, you know, mistakes are bound to happen. Um, it's difficult to see an absolute flawless football game out there, but uh, the Browns are close, and they are very promising. They definitely have the potential to, to beat Kansas City. Um, saw how well they scored. Baker played fairly well. Um, nothing, nothing, to, nothing to shake on that. Uh, Bears played like shit. Um, Lions played like shit for a while and then started to get a little better and then and then continued to be shit. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, his, his time against the Lions in Denver, um, he, he was looking pretty well out there. He was moving around. Uh, he could scramble when he needed to. He was throwing accurate passes. Um, nothing too crazy, but uh, he had an athletic uh, move on a fourth down uh, in the red zone. Uh, he es- escaped a sack and dumped it out and uh, and turned into a touchdown. Great athletic play by the receiver. So, the like I said, future is bright, folks. It is only week one. It is only week one. We got so much to go left. We got 17 weeks left. 17 weeks. We got months of football. And um, I'm here every bit for it. Um, the Vikings could be absolute shit. But uh, if they are, then that means Kellen Mond's going to be coming in, and I'm going to love that. Uh, I, I almost was hoping it was going to happen sooner than later. I don't think it's going to take too much for Cuzzo to, to be benched this year. I think Zimmers um, just about had it with, uh, with Cousins. He was talking about his release time. He's holding on the ball too long. Um, not release time, but just time to throw. Uh, he's just holding on to the ball too long. And, uh, and I totally agree with that. A lot of people shit on the offensive line about that. And they definitely do. They, you would hope that they would give you a little bit more time. But uh, Kirk Cousins is ranked dead last in pocket passers um, for time to throw. So it would be nice if maybe we at least get a scrambling quarterback who can, you know, extend the pocket. And, uh, yeah, like I said, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, thank you for joining the Last I Heard podcast. It's going to be a shorter one just by myself today. But I just want to make it quick, easy. We're going to be doing one every single week. If i got to keep doing solo dolos, that is fine. But uh, uh, if you guys want to give a like and a follow and um, subscribe and a review to the show, uh, it's the Last I Heard Podcast. You can get a Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts and a bunch of other spots where uh, podcasts are available. Um, you can get our merch at Amazon. There's links in our Instagram or in our bios uh, that will get you to a T-shirt or a long sleeve T-shirt. Um, I think we'll do hoodies probably since uh, fall's coming up here. And, uh, yeah, we're all primed for it. So, yeah, if you guys give us a like, um, I'm thinking of possibly doing for every shirt that's bought you, um, I'll send you uh, a coffee mug uh, along with it. So if you buy a shirt, you get a mug. Um, which I think is a pretty sweet deal. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening once again. I'm Lee D, and I'm out. Uh-huh.